Tennessee and throughout the world, it's football time in Tennessee. Here's Tua stepping back, loads up, looks long, throws, end zone, touchdown, touchdown Alabama, Devontae Smith, touchdown Alabama. And the Crimson Tide has once again ascended to the top of the college football mountain. I can feel it calm in the air tonight. Going to be fielded by Lorenzo Neal at the 25. Yeah, give Pitches it, it back to Wycheck. He throws it across the field to Dyson. He's got something. 30, He's 40, got something. 50, He's got it. 40, He's got it. 20. 10, He's got it! End zone! Touchdown Titans! There are no flags on the field! It's a miracle! This is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour with your host, Drake Colley. Hey, and good afternoon and welcome into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake, joined in the studio on this frozen Friday by Big Lou on the boards and our special commentary guest, Clayton the Claw, is in the house today. In Trying the, to stay warm. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. I hope this broadcast, I hope my voice finds you and yours out there very warm and safe and snug and not upside down in a ditch somewhere. True. That'd be preferable. But if you are, I'm sure, you know, just a phone call away, somebody will come and rescue you. Absolutely. On this frozen Friday, we were supposed to get. Uh, I think what I, I feel is though, a lot more precipitation, a lot more snow than uh, started this morning. Yeah, there was eighty five percent chance, and it started to spit some, but it's kind of tapered off. I, I don't, I don't see it as as rough as here in Columbia as kinda what was us. forecasted. Yeah, it kind of hooked us a little bit. Yeah, it, it, we northeast. did. We got about. We got about. An hour's worth of pretty decent snow at yeah. my house this morning. But, yeah, after that it died down, although there is some more behind it that could clip us on its way. It's moving from northwest to the southeast. So, we'll see. Huh. Okay. There you go. Well, you know, I can't think of anything better to do this weekend than to throw another log on the fire. Correct. Jump in your favorite chair. Correct. Grab your favorite throw. Snatch the dog up if he'll sit in your lap and keep you warm, which my dog Carl will. Um, fire down, maybe wager on a place a good little uh, maybe on wager a basket- on a on a basketball game or a football game or a football game. Yeah, I agree. There are eight teams left in the NFL playoffs. Four, obviously, in the AFC. Four in the NFC. Uh, there's two games on Saturday. Two games on Sunday. I have, uh, if you all listened yesterday, I've put the Magic 8 ball on double secret probation. I'm keeping a very close eye on the on the Magic 8 ball and, and his predictions um, for wagers on the NFL. And uh, I've he's come across with a couple of picks here, and we're going to give them to you at the end of the show, so don't go anywhere. Get a pen and, pa- pen and piece of paper handy. Is it- is it just football probation? If you smart, if you think you're smarter than the Magic Eight Ball, is it just, is it just, is it just NFL probation, or does the probation extend across all well, sports you know, and all levels? 
he really doesn't. I, I, we talked about that. He gave us a couple of bad picks last weekend with Cleveland and Detroit, but Detroit just won by one instead of three. Thus, that's why the clause says he likes the money line. I won the. I actually took the money line. In well, game. there you go. Yep. It, it worked out fine for you. Of course, you give up a little, a little bit worse odds doing that. Yeah, I think I I, had when it, you take the favorite, I, I, a hundred dollar bet you had to risk one sixty five. Okay, but as, as opposed as yeah. opposed to a hundred dollar bet, you you risk one ten, correct, or one fifteen, depending. You have to, and 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 for all you players out there, you gamblers. Be sure and watch when you go on these sites, Caesars, or you go on BetMGM or DraftKings or FanDuel. I use FanDuel a lot, but um, as my main one. But I like to check the lines on all the others to get your best lines and your best yeah. odds. And and look, you just shop don't, it out. Yeah. Just don't just because you're on Caesars. You know, Caesars might be running all their football odds this weekend at like minus one seventeen. I've seen I've seen them do that minus one fourteen, minus one eighteen on both sides. They're not even giving you a break to take the side they want you to take. So they're running their juice with what we would call juice in right. the old days to a bookie. Um, they're running that at at eighteen percent. I mean that's that's not a good return on your money for you trying to pick a side and risking money. The Caesars and you may know that the Caesars and like BetMGM, do their lines reflect the money's coming in in their casinos in Vegas? Too? Sure, I, I I think yeah, I think I think it's um, not just strictly for online yeah. numbers. They're taking numbers from actual cash in so, Vegas too. For instance, uh, Virginia, I like playing the under in. Uh, University of Virginia basketball every time. They played Virginia Tech this past week. I looked at the line at about 9 in the morning, and it came out at 124. So I placed my, I placed my bet with BetMGM. I, I'm sorry, I bet, placed my bet with FanDuel. And then about an hour later, I was looking at MGM site and saw it at, 120, at 125 and a half. So I got back over to FanDuel quick enough to where I could cancel that bet, cash out that bet, and then I went on to uh, BetMGM, and it was at 125 and a half. And I checked the other sites, and all the other sites were still sitting at 124 and a half. So MGM cranked it up a point, which I was going under, so that's what I wanted. But I feel as though somebody from – the first time that I got on the site and started looking at that Virginia bet, that over-under, I feel somebody placed a pretty good-sized bet on the over. That's why it jumped up to 125.5. I bet it under at 125.5 with BetMGM, and they scored 122, and I was happy. Yeah. So, you know, and they're playing this weekend also, and I'm going to bet the under on Virginia again. <laughs> they now, like their defense. Now they might lose, but you know what I do the next game? Double it up, yeah. double up, and bet Virginia again. It's like pl- playing roulette. Because I promise my life, I will bet my life on this. Virginia basketball will go under one at least one more time by Absolutely. the end of the season Absolutely. before the tournament. No doubt about it. Watch it. So anyway, uh, speaking of basketball, big game tomorrow. Uh, the Alabama Crimson Tide, uh, and who is going to Knoxville and Clayton um, for. A big matchup in SEC play. Who won the SEC last year? That would be Alabama. Okay, okay, just checking it. It was it wasn't Kentucky. No, you and I were there and, to witness it. Yeah, yeah it, it was, but it wasn't Kentucky. It was, it was not. It was us against it was A and M. 
Yeah, that was the tournament, right? That was the tournament. We won the regular season. And, 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 the I think they, yeah. and they, they won the regular season, had Big, the best yeah. SEC regular, regular season, and then they also won the tournament. And so it to, was Alabama. Yeah, and they were all, they're off to a great start this year in SEC play. Okay. Well, anyway, uh, they, they go to Knoxville tomorrow, Big Lou. That's uh, that'll be fun. That's kind of your country, and it's gonna be it's gonna be one hell of a ball game. It was one hell of a ball game last year. It's very physical. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tennessee won in Knoxville. They did, and uh, it was just an extremely physical ball game. And Brandon Miller got in foul trouble. I don't know too. who's going to be calling that officials wise, but uh, you know, it just depends on what they allow, how much physical contact they allow to get away. And normally um, in Knoxville, they allow a lot uh because that's the way Rick Barnes wants his team to play. They want to play very physically, uh, put their hands on, and if the referees allow that, then I expect Tennessee to come out on top. Tennessee is a 3-point favorite with a total of about 145-146. Um and the computer models have it as only a 1-point favorite for Tennessee. That's that's based on computer models. They have an over under of 154. And you know, there's a home court advantage edge that all all books will give teams uh, basketball probably I would guess anywhere from three to four points a game yeah. um, and, and same way with football home team three home team football um, teams college and pro get about a three point three point cushion by playing at home or, or you know so uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, I don't know who's going to be calling it officials wise, but I know the uh, the great Bob Kessling will be calling it. There on you go. One hundred three point seven FM. Absolutely. And one. And, and if you want to listen to Bob Kessling, which a lot of the ball fans want to do, they can they can listen to Bob, like Big Lou said, on one hundred three point seven FM, our sister station, here at one hundred one point seven WKOM FM. But if they want to listen to Chris Stewart. And the Alabama broadcast, you can also listen to that on 101.7 FM, the station you're listening to right now. And if you want an extra 30 minutes of pregame coverage, you can also listen to 101.7. Alabama, I think, does an hour pregame. Tennessee does a 30-minute pregame. I I know a couple of years ago I had a call from uh, a a big UT fan up here about, why aren't y'all playing our our pregame show? Well, sir, your pregame show doesn't start for another 15 minutes. Okay. And that's a good reason why. Yeah. Okay. Um, tomorrow, and, and by the way, AP Top 20, the Vols are ranked number six right now. Uh, just came out this week. Uh, other SEC teams, Kentucky is at eight. Uh, Auburn's at 13. Ole Miss is at 22, and Alabama was not ranked this and past Ole week. Ole Miss is starting to struggle now. Yeah. Chris Beard has done a great job. Don't get me wrong. And he's going to be – He's going to be tough to deal with over the next several years at Ole Miss, but they have lost, I think, two in a row now. Okay. Since, uh, since, if that, you, since that ranking came out, they were undefeated until Tennessee beat them by about thirty. And I don't, I, I guess they slipped out then, and then have clawed their way back into no. the rankings. But they yeah. don't look, they, they don't look like they should have been really from that game. Thirteen and zero to start things. Uh, if you are interested in wagering on the Vols or some other teams we have here to win the national title right now on BetMGM, Tennessee and Auburn are 20 to one shots to win the national title. Purdue, the number one team, uh, excuse me, number two team in the country with big Zach Eady is eight to one. Uh, They are the favorite right now, even though UConn, even though UConn is ranked ahead of them, Purdue is the favorite at eight to one. Uh, Kentucky, number eight in the country is 16 to one. Alabama is twenty-five to one. That's pretty good for an unranked team. 
I mean, not bad. I mean, it's not a bad little wager too. You just don't know. It, it, they have a very good team, and I and you know everybody. I'm, you know everybody knows I'm a Bama fan. These guys just haven't played together. Yeah. Now they're getting better each and every game. So maybe come March. I too is kind of waking up as the Griffin kid for Alabama. He's shooting much better. Rylan Griffin when, is a very when, good basketball when player. When his first year at Alabama, Last he, year's he a freshman. Yeah. He looked kind of confused and and, and very young. unsure yeah. and just kind of green. But even this second year, he's he's shooting the three well. He was shooting the three well against Missouri the other night in the second half, and he just looks more confident. That's it. His body language is confident. Yeah. Yeah. He, he was lacking, like you said, he was lacking that last year. Um, so, that's what's going on this weekend in college basketball. Uh, top 25 matchups, number 24, Iowa State, is at number 19, TCU. Number 20, BYU, is at number 25, Texas Tech. And in the SEC, number 22, Ole Miss, goes down to Auburn, and that's a Saturday night game. That's so an, that's you, that game starts at 7.30 no tomorrow night, so that'll be a that'll be a good game. I'd say that's the yeah. hardest place to play in the SEC Yeah, those Auburn. those Auburn fans. Well, they don't have anything to cheer about except, for, I mean, really. <laughs> well, they, when they you, you, you got so many people packed in that tiny arena yeah. that they built, it's I mean, yeah, very it, loud. it can be intimidating. Yeah, yeah so. Very I mean, loud. Um, okay, we are moving up against our first break of the day. And, by the way, Vanderbilt, talking about – Basketball, the poor they Commodores. Stink. They are five and twelve. Fire stack um, Looking to turn it around. What's their conference record? I don't know. Bad. Oh, oh and four. Bad. Oh and four. They're, They're five and twelve overall, and they travel to uh, twelve and five Mississippi State. And I look for Mississippi State to take out some frustrations on Vanderbilt. They Mississippi State just got beat by Kentucky. So Mississippi State, I don't care how many they're giving up tomorrow, they might be a good bet. They're a good team over Vanderbilt tomorrow because Vanderbilt, Vanderbilt just doesn't have any go. players. They're hapless. Well, and it's just what the doctor ordered for for Mississippi State too. They just lost to Kentucky on the road. Yeah, yeah. This would be a this good is, bounce back for them. This is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour, and we'll be right back. My love for you is so overpowering, I'm afraid that I will disappear. Slip sliding away. This is Coach Traders Golf from Columbia Central High School Football. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, on 919 Nashville Highway or parksmotorsales.com. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. 
We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Hi, this is Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. Here is what some of our customers are saying about us. Great people. The place to shop for fair prices and great craftsmanship. Beautiful vintage and custom jewelry. Thank you, Beth. That is our goal. Stop by and see for yourself. Make sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Tillis Jewelry, downtown Columbia. Owned and operated by Rick, custom designer and Carrie registered gemologist. Assuring you the best jewelry value and expert services. Hi, Jimmy here for Columbia Ace Hardware. Columbia Ace Hardware now carries Magnolia Home by Joanna Gaines Paint. Now their premium quality and huge selection of colors will be right in your neighborhood. Along with the award-winning service and advice, Columbia Ace has always provided for your paint projects. Around the block, what you need in stock, with people who know their paint. Columbia Ace, the helpful place. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big. No tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113. Or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. This is Elk Kennedy. The old saying is, happy wife, happy life couldn't be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back, but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled, but then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the -the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. Hey, this is Seth Moss at Tennessee Valley Equipment, a premier FAE Prime Tech, Bandit, and Shearex dealer. We are your dealer for all of your land clearing and forestry mulching needs. We sell equipment, provide repair service, and parts along with a rental fleet of mulching equipment. We also offer mulching teeth, blades, and sharpening. Our number one priority is getting you up and running as quickly and affordable as possible. Tennessee Valley is located at 300 Santa Fe Pike in wonderful Columbia, Tennessee. Stop by or give us a call today at 931-981-9812. Debbie Matthews grew up and lives in beautiful Columbia, Tennessee. As a realtor, she is well-versed in homes, neighborhoods, development, and schools. She wants to share her love of her home state with others to help them find just the right place to raise a family, open a business, or develop a dream. From luxury listings to land, she can handle it all. She is the current leading producer, Nashville Realty Group. Contact Debbie Matthews Realtor at 615-476-3224. That's 615-476-3224. This is Trip Stoltz with Columbia Ace Hardware. I love listening to 101.7 WKOM-FM, Columbia, Tennessee. 
welcome back into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake. Thank you for joining us. We are in the studio with Big Lou Maddox on the board and our favorite commentary guest, Clayton the Claw. It is Friday. I look out the window and see snow still, I guess, with the temperatures. You know, it's supposed to stay this cold the rest of the weekend, which is fine with me. It's still snowing. Yeah. Yeah, I can see it's spitting out there a little bit. Oh, wow. Well, sure Thank is. you for joining us on this snowy, frozen Friday as we are about to discuss, you know, and I know what's on a lot of sports fans' minds around the Middle Tennessee area that are within earshot of this signal radio station, our our show. What the hell's going on with the Titans coaching search? We we haven't we've heard a couple. And what have you heard, Clayton? No, you've heard you've heard we've we've hiring, they're, they're we've talked to Antonio Pierce, who was the who was the so called interim head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders. I think they're, they're going to keep him. They're going to keep him. They're going to keep him. Right, they're going to keep the him. only person going to Vegas, Derek Henry from the Titans. Yeah, the word you know that's kind of the word on the street, folks. Did you all know that that twenty two, the King Henry might be heading. Might be heading to Las Vegas. I can see. I can see him mm-hmm. in a black Raiders jersey. I can envision with that, with that tinted, vibe. Uh-huh. Yeah. like Darth Vaderish. And I can see Henry across. I can envision just his name, Henry, across his back in that black Raiders and jersey, guys. And be a, just, just close your eyes and, and think about that for a second. I can see it. And he was he was on the uh, the Bussin' with the Boys podcast. I don't know if y'all keep up with that. It's Taylor Lewan's podcast and Will Compton that do it. And he was on that show a couple of days ago and said that he still wants to and still thinks he can run for another 2,000 yards in a season. He wants so to break think, the all-time record. That's do you what think, he wants. Do you, that's, oh, he that's can do it. Thing. The- I, think, I think Vegas would be a great fit if they didn't have Jacobs there. I Look, think Jacobs there helps him, though. Yeah, it limits his carries to a degree, allows it, him to play longer. It doesn't break him down over the course he, of a but, season. But By the end of a season, in Vegas, in Vegas weather, I think he's. Th- I'm not saying he's looking at that record. I think he knows he can break him at Smith's all-time rushing record. I mean, and the Vegas weather, all the things you mentioned. Think about the. Think about some of the running backs the Raiders have had over the years. You think Marcus about Bo, Bo, Bo Jackson, Marcus Allen. I mean Henry. That would that'd be a huge win. Absolutely. For Vegas. And and look at Mar- look at uh, Josh Jacobs. Yeah. I mean, over the past couple of seasons, at you know the Raiders have leaned on him and leaned on him. And what has happened to him towards the end or second half of the season? Injuries broken down. They've had to put. They've had to find other running backs because he cannot sustain Josh Jacobs. He's a great running back. Don't get me wrong. He was the league's leader last year. And and but but towards the end of each of his seasons, he has been uh, injury prone, banged up, and not been a hundred percent. And that hurts the Raiders as a whole. So and you know Mark Davis. You know he built that temple in the desert, yes, uh, Allegiant Stadium, and he's ready. He's ready to put a winner on the field, and he's not getting any younger himself. He's looking like year, he's huh? off the set from the Planet of the Apes. Uh, uh, you know, with that haircut, and I'm, I'm just don't, I, anyway. But okay, and Super so Bowls in Vegas. Yeah, yeah the Super Bowl Fifty Eight is in Vegas this year. Yep. So, you know, he's ready to. He's ready to put a winning team on on the field, and I'll tell you what. I need a Derek, Derek Kenny gets the right offensive line and the right offensive coordinator. There's no telling what type of rushing record Derek Henry could set, and you put him in the right division. Yeah, 
I mean, you know, that makes a lot of difference too. That moving to a division that's not that that's more kind of um, throw throw first, run second oriented. Mm-hmm. then that means that your teams, your opponents in that division are more worried about stopping the pass than they are the run. Yeah. Do you see what I mean? So, therefore, therefore, a running back in that division makes much more headway. They're not going to have as many guys in the box. That's, That's right. the case with Kansas City and Los Angeles and not Denver now, but – Los Angeles Chargers. Vegas has to find a quarterback before people are going to start – unloading the box so back, back to with the Jay, Josh Jacobs and, and Derrick Henry in back, the backfield back to the Titans coaching search though why, why aren't they interviewing Belichick why aren't they interviewing any other head coaches like maybe they have, all these court, not, you know. I mean why not go over to Knoxville and talk to Josh Heupel and say hey that, we want to see your offense I've heard in that in the NFL I've some people are saying that Josh Heupel is going to interview for the Titans job that, hey why I mean, not? I, let's give it a shot. It's see. a possibility. Let's give it a shot, and then the, their uh, portal would open I, up. So let's hey, let's the just see. You know, and the imagine what the transfer portal. Imagine what the transfer portal would look. They there would be a line out the door. Let's do it. Let's get started. If if they even heard heard inklings that Josh Heupel was going to interview for the Titans. Well, you're hearing it's, it here. I, I, th- I think if I may I think it's a great idea. I think it's, it's a great happen. idea. I think they need to go to Knoxville and bring him in and talk to him. So they, can't, they can't spread it out like they do in college. Who the says? Marks, it's never been tried well, like that. The hash marks are I mean, too close I together. That, you can't do that in the NFL. Smash mark, fash mark, hash mark. No, you won't talk win to, a game. I ain't talking. Don't quit talking hash marks. You won't win a game. Okay, college offense. Let's get back. Let's get back to the coaching situation. And these guys in, are laughing. They're not serious. About in Nashville, I'm dead serious. In no, Nashville with our Tennessee Titans. Would you all agree to this? That Vrabel is widely respected across the NFL, across the league, as being A, a hard worker, B, a motivator, and C, a leader. Would you Would you all agree with that? And 100%. I would add, I would add D as a as a jerk as well. But yes, okay, yeah, because everybody everybody I've talked to that has they say the guy's a jerk. Okay, all right. Yeah. Now, uh, and and you know his 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 Coach social of the year, two his years ago. social prowess might not be as sharp and as sweet, kind yeah. as as other people's. I I would guess. Um, now. A lot of the NFL heavy hitters, and that's kind of the people in the know, uh, hold. Would you say they hold Vrabel in pretty high esteem? I would think so. Okay. Now he was fired outright by Amy Adams Strunk, and she, you know, she didn't even attend the meeting. Right? Who has no business owning a team, in my opinion? But yeah. She, okay. Yeah, so she, she, she fired him. Now, how much more? And, and from what I've just said about Vrabel, and from what you. Clayton have confirmed in your opinion. Mm-hmm. How much more do you want out of a coach? You got you got a good leader. Uh, Works hard. A motivator. How much more? How much more do you want out of a head coach? The jerk thing is what may cost him. You know okay. what I mean. The the snide I remark when he was put in, with when he was guy. put into the New England uh, Ring of Honor up there in. Uh, Robert uh, Kraft. Hap- Happy Ending Craft sta- <laughs> Stadium, right? Right? Yeah. I mean, that's – and he kind of made the comment, you know, you all better enjoy it because not every place is like this. Not all basically owners are like Robert Kraft and do, does what he does. Hurt. She got her feelings hurt with that comment. And she got a little butt hurt on it. 
But I think with the and jerk, I'm sorry about your butt, Amy. But you know, with the jerk thing, don't you think that that kind of goes away when you are respected? No, I mean these are from people that deal with them outside of football. So if so, if you're a good if you're a good motivator, you're considered held held in high esteem by your peers within the your your the NFL across the board. The moves like firing Mike Vrabel probably were some internal political problems within the organization. Correct. 100%. Now, moving forward from now in search of a new head coach, don't you think that that track record of how how Mike Vrabel was let go and, and what went on – who he was as a coach, coach of the year in 2021, right? Mm-hmm. Don't you think that hinders the search moving forward and top candidates coming to or considering coming to Nashville if they have to deal with the structural p- politics of Rand Carthon mm-hmm. or Carthon, however you want to pronounce it, and Amy Adam Strunk? Working in basically concert together. Well, he's he's her yes man. So, look, I'm not sure how good of an owner Bud Adams was. Okay. You know, yeah, I think that's debatable. I think we, I think he looked I think he looked at the Oilers as a cash cow without think, a, without think, a yeah, doubt. I think, I think most NFL owners do. Now you have the ones yeah, like I think you have ones like. I mean, you saw Jerry Jones last week. I mean, I think the guy legitimately wants to win. Yeah, I he think, just can't make. I it think out. the Dallas Cowboys are more of an ego thing for Jerry Jones. That's it. Yeah, they're a power and ego thing than they are money thing. I think Jerry Jones had all the money in the world, you know, but he found that the Cowboys were, you know, that was going to be his his toy. You know, the difference between uh, young uh, boys and men, don't you? You know, you know the difference between boys and men. It's the price of their toys. That's true. And so the price of Jerry Jones' toys back in the day, which obviously was a great investment. I mean, think about when he first bought the Cowboys and what what they're worth now. But see, I, I mean, think I think about D- Dak Prescott. I also think about Will Levis. I think they're almost the same. I think like the, yeah, they're two guys that came from mediocre programs in the SEC. They were, uh, I mean, Dak. I know they they were ranked number one. I think his senior year, but that they they fell from that big time after Alabama beat them that season. But there were signs in college that Dak could he really play at that high high level. And I think you got to ask the same. We were talking off the air about Levis, his performance against Tennessee, his senior year. He threw three interceptions, threw for eighty something yards against the secondary. And Lewis, to tell you, as a Tennessee fan, that secondary Tennessee, yeah, that year was atrocious. Yeah, was they that were, the same and, secondary that gave up six hundred yards to Purdue in that it, correct? In the, it is uh, yeah, in it the bowl game a year later, but same, pretty much the year same, before. Yeah, okay, same thing. All right, all but, right. but but in that, and that's my point is, you know, again. I don't know who has this fascination with Will Levis. He looked good compared to Tannehill this year. But I'm telling you, look at Jalen Hurts. He took a team to a Super Bowl last year, and he looked terrible well, they, the last the, seven the, games. The Philadelphia Eagles collapsed just like last year's Titans did. Correct. It needs to be studied. The, the Philadelphia Eagles, I'm not sure if this includes their playoff game, but they ended the season like 1-6. Correct. The Titans ended the season 0-7. Right. 1-7 with the playoff Okay, 1-7 with the playoff game for, for Jalen Hurts and the Philadelphia you see what Eagles I'm saying here? that went to the Super Bowl. Yeah. 
And so there's a lot of talk around the NFL, and I don't want to get off on the Jalen Hurts and Philadelphia thing, but they, they, they said that they kind of figured out that Jalen Hurts has a tough time handling reading blitzes and handling the blitz uh, blitzes. So they might I mean, have figured he, he, him out. Now, he, let's get back to the Titans real quick. Well, we got a few more minutes in this segment. Okay, obviously the Titans roster needs a complete overhaul. So let's talk about Mike Vrabel being let go. You know, that's why the Titans at number seven in this upcoming draft at the seventh pick is more than likely projected to take Penn State offensive lineman Olu Fashanu. It's either him or Joe Alt. I like Joe. I like Alt better. Well, this guy good looking. uh, And and my deal is this: Are all of you out there sold on Will Levis? I mean, are you sold on Will Levis being the quarterback of the future? Because if he's not. What is Plan B? And if you're a if you're a coach coming in and you're looking at the Titans and you're looking at your young quarterback and you're thinking, okay, I'm going to take over the Titans, but what if Will Levis doesn't pan out? Who do I go to then? Who is Plan B? Malik Willis? No. Uh. Uh-uh. No. He's they're going to have to draft one. He's going to be in the XFL. And, and mark my words. In five years, they will have drafted or will be drafting another quarterback. I just and if you ask a Tennessee fan. Every Tennessee fan knows that in that draft, every one of us wanted Hendon Hooker. Correct. Yes. And you could have also gotten Jalen Hyatt. Correct. Both of them, and we traded both of those picks figuratively for Will Levis. Okay. Yes. Which injuries is still over the injury, injuries over the past few seasons have been an undeni, undeni, <clears throat> excuse me, underlying problem. And you know. The injuries, they're tough to identify and resolve. You know, injuries are, you know, injuries happen in football. So you've got to rebuild, use your draft picks wisely. And I'm not sure if Amy Adams Strunk is willing to move out of the way and let Rand Carthen do his job in the front office, do what they're hired for. Yeah. This. I, I agree. If if I'm a Titans fan, you know what I want? I want her to sell the team to Peyton Manning and his brother Eli and say, here you go. There you Let go. her take her billion and go back to Houston and then bring somebody in that they trust. Bring in Josh Heifel to come be the head coach. Bring in a GM that they trust and build up something because they know football. She has no clue Eli, other than collecting those checks every month. Eli, Peyton, get off ESPN Monday Night Football and come on down to Nashville, baby. I've heard they have interest. Do Let's both. Go. Do both. I, this yeah. is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. We'll be right back. Have you ever wondered if your insurance needs can be personalized? This is Hunter Carey. Our team specializes in planning your insurance needs to get you the best possible solution. State Farm is the largest home and auto insurer in the country. I love bringing that to my hometown. Born and raised in Columbia, I'm grateful for our close community ties. We offer help with home, auto, and life insurance for everyone in our community. Our office is located at 909 South Garden Street across from the fire station. We're also online at huntercary.com. That's huntercary.com. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. 
celebrate you with a new vehicle from Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. We have a huge selection of new vehicles waiting for you. We're talking cars, trucks, and SUVs. And if you're in the business of selling your vehicle, we've got you covered. We'll buy from you even if you don't buy from us. At Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia, we're locally owned and operated and proud to serve our community as the largest CDJR dealership in Tennessee. Find your new ride today when you visit Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. We have advertised with WKRM and WKOM for the past several years and found it to be very successful. I highly recommend advertising with them if you have a local business like ours. We're located at 1608 Hatcher Lane here in Columbia. We're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6 and Saturdays from 8 to 2. Stop by Holland's for all your prescription needs where we have fast, friendly, courteous service. We custom fit support hosts for you also. Thanks for supporting Holland's and WKRM and WKOM. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Baird's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Baird and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Farmer Johnny here, Taylor Family Farm. I'm going to give you all a little look-see. We raise 100% non-GMO, grass-fed beef, pasture chicken, and pork on our family farm. Everything that we grow is raised with love and care to ensure the highest quality and nutrition for our family and customers. You can shop online at taylorfamilyfarmtn.com or visit our farm store in person at Etheridge, Tennessee at 301 Dave Reisner Road. That's taylorfamilyfarmtn.com for more information. The generations that have paved the way for us deserve respect, integrity, and compassion. This is Kelly Dobson, owner of Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. My grandmother and mother started this business in 2005, and I was honored to take over in 2012. Licensed and insured, we help our aging community stay in the comfort of their own homes. Online at caringheartshomehealthcarellc.com, by phone 931-381-5470, or in person at 1121 Trawood Avenue here in Columbia. That's Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. 
This is Trey Adcock with Dixie Equipment Sales and Rental. We sell ASV and Wacker Noisen equipment. We also rent a wide variety of compact equipment in the Middle Tennessee area. Come see us. We are located in Columbia, Tennessee at 200 East 16th Street. You can call us at 615-969-0118 or visit our website at www.dixiediesel.com. We have been in business for over 42 years and we would love to help you turn your project into reality. This is Coach Devin Simler from Columbia Central Baseball. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. Welcome back into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. That is a blast from the damn past. Yes, it is. Foreigner coming in, cold as ice. And it's cold as ice outside right now still. Still snowing just a little bit. You still know who else is cold as ice? Who's that? Amy Adams. Rick James. Rick James. Cold as ice. <laughs> Rick James. Amy ca- Adams, too. Rick James on the couch. Kicking up dirty enough. <laughs> you know, dirty I, w- enough. I want to say it so bad, but I can't on the radio. <laughs> But he did not like Eddie Murphy's couch. Okay. Uh, so, we were talking doom and gloom yeah. about the coaching search for the Titans and why the Titans might not be considered a top coaching job. Matter of fact, I was reading this article that kind of turned me on to this idea earlier this morning. And uh, they, out of, they rated the top seven NFL coaching hires, right? Right. Yeah. From seventh top jobs being, being the worst, take. obviously, down to one. And I didn't get past number six. <laughs> so, yeah. so, and obviously, the first one was the Carolina Panthers with their owner, David Tepper, who dumped a drink on a Jaguars fan in Jacksonville and, and fired Frank Wright for. You know who's a good coach for you going know, one and nine with the worst roster probably ever in the history of the NFL. Oh, that's and terrible. It, and, and and is pretty much acting from what I understand. What the article said is he's pretty much acting like a young, um, early Jerry Jones, owner of the Dallas Cowboys, interjecting himself into coaching decisions on the field. Well, you know, you Al, know, you know, as a Raiders fan, Al Davis had a phone that would call down to the field. Well, you know, there, there's a reason why he hired Art Shell like, yeah, two or three times. Sure, so, but I, I guarantee he wasn't telling John Madden what what the no, hell he no, was no, like. absolutely. You not. know what I mean? Maybe no. other coaches, but he wasn't telling John not Madden John, a damn no. thing. Mm-hmm. So for me, anyway. the, the the Vrabel thing, you know, and uh, you know, we're seeing all of these interviews of of defensive coordinators from all over the place. If they hire a defensive coordinator as the head coach of the Tennessee Titans after just getting rid of probably the best defensive coach on the market right now. I, you know, I, 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 I'm throwing I, my hands up and, and like conceding to losing. My personal opinion is in this day and age in the NFL, you better have a pretty sharp offensively-minded head coach. Like Josh Heifel in Knoxville. Yeah, yeah like Josh Heifel. we got to get off of this. Josh Heifel, call – Give me – pass the orange phone over okay. here, please. Could you get, right. pass the orange phone? You okay. either go after Slowick from Houston so, or you go after Callahan from Cincinnati, that, their offensive coordinator, or you go get Ben Johnson, who I really like, who's the offensive coordinator in Detroit right now. When you have to wait, 
probably a couple more weeks to yeah. get him. But we got plenty, plenty of time. And I know you don't want a defensive guy, but Dan Quinn God. to me is one of the top. Didn't he the guy that gave up the Super Bowl? Yes. That got scored there on yes. the Super Bowl? 28 to 3. He's got a lead in the Super Bowl and blew it? He did, but let's be honest. It, it, I, at the, from the looks of it now, it appears like it was a miracle that they even got the Falcons to the Super Bowl to begin with. Yeah. Okay. All right. So let, an MVP let, at quarterback, let me get back. We talked before the break. We talked. I talked doom and gloom about the coaching aspects of the Tennessee Titans hiring a terrific head coach. Um, and as far as just good coaching jobs of the seven that are open right now in the NFL, the Tennessee ranked six out of seven. And that's surprising considering how much cap space they got. Now, that's what I was just about to say. There yeah, is some tells good. you something. So, yeah. folks, don't get to don't don't drive off in a frozen river. Don't or, or don't jump off a bridge. There's good news out there because the Titans right now, over the next few next hmm, couple of off seasons, anyway, they have a tremendous. They are second in the NFL. In salary cap space. So what does that mean? $80 million. That gives the Titans plenty of money to spend on free agency and contract extensions to players, obviously. Jeffrey Simmons. There you like go. That. Yep. Now, the big question. Well, he signed. Yeah, but I'm saying if you wanted to extend them or inv- right. invest in a good play. I mean, when you think of the Titans right now, excluding Derrick Henry, it's Jeffrey Simmons. Yeah. DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, the big He's question, on for one more year. <clears throat> I feel big, bad for that guy. The, exactly. The big question is, with Carthon running the organization, is he is Carthon doing what he feels is the best thing to do to put a winning product on the field there at Nissan Stadium? Or is he working with Amy Adams Strong? To make her happy. To make her happy. Obviously, to, you know what ladder. I mean. I mean that's yeah. you know is which is, is why they're is Rand Carthon willing to just do his damn job, get the personnel in there, get the people in place to put a winning product on the field, or is he? And I, I'm no, know, he's or, not. Or and I'm I'm not. All I'm going to say is, or is he? Or is he going to be Amy Adams Strong's boy? Yeah, I mean I'm that's just, what that's I'm what he's saying. Gonna, that's what he's going to be because I'm going to tell you why. If she really was so triggered by what. Rabel said about the Patriots. She changed okay. something. Then, then, then Carthon. I bet, I, I bet he's scared to death. I bet he's terrified to say anything or or upset her to do anything so, on his own. Accord. You know, and yeah. so we go back to the coaching search. Okay, with all what I, what we've just talked about about Rand Carthon, Amy Adams Strong. You know what their job descriptions are, what they should be doing, whether they should be working together, whether they shouldn't be. That raises the question on how the Titans operate structurally as an organization. And if Clayton the Claw, if you're the hot new up-and-coming coach and you're looking to make your mark in the NFL as a head coach coming from, hell, let's just say a special teams coach or let's just say a quarterback's coach or OC somewhere, do you want to inject yourself into that kind of Hostile environment. Thin ice? Yeah. I mean, oh, do you want to walk across that thin ice uh, of Amy Adams Strunk and possibly Rand Carthon after what you after you see how Mike Vrabel was just released? Absolutely not. And you got to imagine that Vrabel's agent, I don't know whose agent is, but you'd have to assume that his agent 
either represents some of these people they've interviewed or knows other agents of people they've interviewed. And, and I'm sure the word's gotten out about what kind of owner she is and uh, how she tries to, it sounds like, micromanage things to a degree or basically is very sensitive when it comes to comments about another team so far that she's willing to fire a coach. And this is kind of just the start of this thing about Amy Adams, and I don't really think a lot of people know. And Josh, how, and how, jo- and Josh Heupel interviewing for the job? No, it's, it's that's not what That's I'm what about. we need. That that's what we need. We that's need fun. Josh Heupel Anyways. to come down off the hill. Anyways. I mean, this. in this type of weather, he just slide all the way into Nashville anyway. Absolutely. I mean, anyways, you know, this is kind of like the first time we've talked about how hostile it is, and everybody's laughing in here because they know that's ridiculous, a ridiculous <laughs> take. But people are going to start realizing that how how bad it is i don't think people know how bad it is internally with this okay. organization yet well, and you know we're gonna, and, get, and some, we're gonna, we're gonna get some we're gonna chance and, next year and, and, and not only that she wants us to go and buy psls and you said they're like a 93 percent increase on psls for the new, new for the new state absolutely not absolutely now, not all right hey Let's go up on a good note. Let's end on a good note as we get towards the end. How many more? What, is Heifel coming to Nashville? No, the Predators last night went to L.A., and I'm not talking about lower Alabama. I'm talking about Los Angeles, California. Like the Kings, huh? Los Californication. They got some Californication on last night. Chili peppers. As as the L.A. Kings were the victim of that Californication. All right. Uh, And uh, the Titans won two to one. You mean Preds? Oh, you, the you, Titans won two to one. That that sounds about like their offense. Yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. The Predators won two to one over the LA Kings last night in Los Angeles. As you say, Saros is that the way he pronounces? UC Saros. UC Saros had 33 saves for a 971 save percentage, which is pretty good. Uh, of course, one he had there. There were 34 shots on goal. One got through. Uh, it was scoreless after the first period last night in Los Angeles. Um, and all the scoring for the whole game, including two for the Preds, happened in the second period with about 12 minutes to go in the second. Ryan O'Reilly, he needs to – you know, Ryan O'Reilly, they need to, they need to get him hooked up with the auto parts guy. Oh, yeah. oh, oh. Every time he scores, oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto parts. Yeah. Scored another, or, you know, yeah, whatever. Yeah, but anyway, you yeah, know, yeah. but do so in, from an assist from Roman Yossi and Colton Sissons, um, with 12 minutes to go to to put the Preds up one nothing, and then about a minute later, L.A. Kings Drew Doughty tied the game. Uh, one minute later, in the second, okay, uh, on a power play goal, and then with 6:20 to go in the second period, Gustav Nyquist. With an assist from Luke Shin and O O O O'Reilly, uh, auto parts. went up two nothing, and that was all the scoring in the game. So uh, the Preds are kind of a West Coast tour. Um, they lost earlier in the week to the Las Vegas Golden Knights four to one, and then last night they, of course, as I said, they beat the LA Kings two to one. Now their next game will be tomorrow, 2 o'clock, puck dropped at 2 o'clock, as they go to the Arizona Coyotes. Um, and that will end their three-game West West Coast kind of – or Western side of the United States swing. And they're looking to – and they'll be back in Smashville. Um, let's see. That will be Monday night. 
against the Florida Panthers. So, um, and if they can win tomorrow, they'll be they'll have a two win one loss swing out to the West Coast. And anytime you take road trips like that, you can come back with a winning record. You're doing okay as they sit in sole possession of fourth place in the Western, excuse me, in the Central Division of the Western Conference. They're a fun team to watch. They're they're really young. And if you haven't watched a lot of hockey this year, it's it's fun to watch because every time they come out, you don't know if they're going to get, you know, they're down by four goals in the first period or they're going to beat one of the best teams in the league. It's, That's right. And they're they're fun to watch either way. There you but. go. Okay, this weekend's slate before we get to the Magic 8 ball picks, get your pen and paper out. Uh, the divisional round, Saturday, tomorrow, 3.30, ESPN, Houston at Baltimore. Columbia's Shaq Mason will be on the offensive line trying to keep Baltimore's defense off of C.J. Stroud. And we'll, look, and we'll look this up. We talked about this sooner, but we'll look this up and have an answer on Monday. We're pretty sure that Shaq Mason has played in the playoffs every year right. that he's been in the NFL. Columbia Central High graduate. Yeah. Georgia Tech alum. Three Super Bowl appearances, two Super Bowl champions. Uh, has played has played in the playoff game every single year of his career. And he's one of the best guards in the league. Correct. From Columbia, Tennessee. Has been for a long time there at this go. point. Well, they played the at Baltimore, which is supposed to be like 13 degrees mm-hmm. below or above. Who cares? When it's 13 degrees either way. It's above. But wind chill is going to be down like st- in the single digits. I was watching Stephen Wright on uh, Stephen Colbert last night, and Stephen Wright's this old-school comedian. He said, when it gets to zero, the, they say it's going to be twice as cold. How, what's, what's twice as cold? Mm-hmm. When the, you know, when these weather people say, well, it's zero night. Tomorrow it's going to be twice as cold. And he's thinking, oh, what's twice as cold as zero? Well, the you Titans' know? offense was a zero. Uh, <laughs> Saturday night, Green Bay at San Francisco. San Francisco's favored by a nine and a half with a 50 total. That'll be on Fox. And on Sunday, Tampa Bay at Detroit. Detroit by six and a half. At 2 o'clock, 5.30 on Sunday, Kansas City at Buffalo ought to make for a last As great division. Should be a great game. The Magic 8-Ball likes the Baltimore Ravens, minus the 9.5 against Houston. And the Magic 8-Ball says, i tell you what, take every under in all divisional games is what the Magic 8-Ball says. I can see that. Every under in every divisional all four divisional games. You guys have a great, safe weekend. I'm Drake for the Claw Big Lou. This is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. Don't forget, Tennessee Bama on this station tomorrow, 1 o'clock. We'll talk to you on Monday. And Titans, go get Josh Heifel. There you go.